Hey there, oddballs. In the paranormal news, strange things are afoot because some numbnuts tried to deface the Mona Lisa. You guys are going to love this story. Oh, and Smoochy Boochies. Yeah, that's right. Jason Mewes and his good friend Jack, that's Ozzy Osbourne's son, by the way, are on the hunt for the, well, Sasquatchy Boochies? I don't know. We're after looking for Bigfoot. Guys, all these stories are so much more. If it's odd to you, it's on the odd to Newfoundland. It's the odd, odd, odd to Newfoundland. Ghostly greetings from your host, Jonathan. Mysteries, ghosts, monsters, and lore. East Coast esoterica and so much more. If it's up to you, friend, it's on the up to you, found line. <laughs> Ghostly greetings from the oldest city in North America. I'm your host, John Maller, bringing you the best in East Coast esoterica. You, my friend, have stumbled upon the Odd the Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast. Welcome to episode 198 of your favorite paranormal variety show. I hope you guys had a chance to check out episode 197. Yeah, you know, Bowden's Bigfoot Dive, our last episode with my good friend Brian Bowden. Don't forget to check it out. And while you're here, can I just tell you, you're special. That's right, right, right. You're wonderful. You're more important to me than, you know, better than summer barbecues with your family. Because, you know, they're coming up, you know. And, and when I say family, the ones, you know, in your family who you actually like and, and get along with. <laughs> Why? Because you're wonderful, a masterpiece, beautifully made, important to people because you're important to me, highly favored by your creator, where the law of averages and physics working in tandem, you, my friend, are an oddball, and on this show, you're family, and we are one. I'm having an awesome June so far. Of course, it's only been going on for 11 hours, but it's been pretty great so far. Wanna know why? Well, I get to hang out with you guys, for starters. Also, I just got word from our official tally counters over there at Podbean that, get this, in the last seven years, we had so many downloads, okay? And in the last year alone, we doubled the amount of downloads I'd had in the last seven years. Do you know what that means? That means this podcast is growing exponentially thanks to people just like you who are taking their time to kind of jump on here. Download the show, listen to it, stream it, maybe while you're doing chores, maybe while you're taking a bath, don't drop the radio in there though, or else you'll be our next ghost story. Look, 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 bottom line is, I have so much appreciation for you guys. Thank you so much for taking the time and joining me right here on the Odd the Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast. I got me some new posters. Yep, they're going up all over Newfoundland, St. John's, Avondale, Holyrood, Corner Brook. They're going up all over the province. Why? Because they're super awesome, that's why. They're actually a QR code. So as soon as you scan the QR code, it brings you right to the podcast. If you had found this poster, okay, somewhere around this island, and you're listening to this show right now because of that poster, you just let me know. Just let me know. Drop me a comment or something and say, hey, man, I saw your poster. <laughs> I think that'd be so cool. I spent some money on those things thanks to the people who actually donated the last couple of months. Yeah, that's right. You can donate to the Odd the Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast. Buy me a coffee slash O-T-N-P-P. That's Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast. Buy me a coffee slash O-T-N-P-P. It's linked down in the show notes. 
and I can buy things to help promote the show or a new microphone. I'm actually saving up for a microphone now. I was going to do that before, but then I was like, you know what? No, it's summertime. People are coming out. I'm going to buy some nice posters. I'm going to put them all over Newfoundland and, and get some get some traction that way. Because believe it or not, the majority of people who listen to my show are not Canadian at all. They're actually from the States. Like, what can I say? The United States love me. I, I guess I'm the closest thing to Homer Simpson they found this far east. But regardless of the situation, those posters are going up to help promote locally. And, uh, you know, a big thank you to all people who donated last month on Buy Me A Copy. Uh, just, just really, really appreciate that. I could not do that without you guys. So keep it up. And uh, thank you once again. So before I dig in with the paranormal news, just want to touch base with you guys. Let you all know that things are going okay over here at uh, Casa de Chaos, so to speak. I have been doing just wonderful health-wise. Things have been okay. Uh, I've been a little tired and stuff, but uh, I'm, I'm feeling okay. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm having fewer bad days a month now than I am um, good days. And uh, th this is really, really important. Recovery is on the way. Recovery is on the way. It's just taking a hell of a lot longer. And, uh, you know, like just the other night, I was having a really hard time uh, breathing again. But at the same time, I'm having days like today where I feel amazing. I feel like I can jump to the moon. I probably won't because I've been up since 5.30, but I had enough coffee to make it sound like I can jump to the moon. So, you know, uh, I know a lot of people are still concerned about my overall health. Listen, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. You're stuck with me, okay? <laughs> That's the way it's going to be. <laughs> uh, my kids are doing well. All things considered, uh, I know this time of year is rough on our kids because guess what? Summer's just around the corner. I mean, I know that I had a really hard time staying focused. And, uh, you know, if you guys are having to start, like, having a hard time staying focused, can I just tell you that the best way to do that, like, and, and kind of solve that problem is to listen to podcasts? Yeah, well, maybe not. But it was worth a shot, right? It was worth a shot. <laughs> anyway, a moment of silence for our final month of freedom from all of our kids for they'll be out of school in just a few short weeks. I happen to love my kids very, very much. And uh, I'm, I'm happy when they're home. But I know that there's some people out there whose kids drive them absolutely insane. I salute you, good friend. Put this podcast on. Throw them some candy or something. And uh, enjoy the last few weeks of school year. Let's move on. It's time for this month's Paranormal News. <laughs> Somewhere between the funnies <laughs> and, and the obituaries is... Oh, yes. The paranormal news. <laughs> I don't know if Ukraine is behind this one, but a terrified family has been spotted fleeing from Bigfoot, of all things, in some very chilling footage that was captured in Russia. The chilling clip shows a black ape-like figure, and it's running through the long grass behind the vehicle as the family are heard moaning in fear. <sighs> as they filmed the creature through the passenger side of that window. In a translation by Igor Burtsev, a Sasquatch expert, the family panicked and told each other to close the windows and keep shooting the footage. The video, which resurfaced on Bigfoot Tony's YouTube channel, has, was actually originally captured back in 2016 and has garnered 314,000 views because it's so wild. Many thought the clip was compelling proof of Bigfoot's existence, though others weren't so convinced. One user said, Very interesting. It feels quite real to me, and the family's reaction seems natural and very honest. They seem to stop several times to get a better look, perhaps annoying the creature, causing it to keep chasing them. The stills are also convincing of this. Guys, check it out. Go on YouTube, okay? Check it out. Just look up Russian family runs in terror from Bigfoot. 
and uh, you'll get this thing checked out. Good way to start your uh, paranormal news with uh, a good old-fashioned Sam Squanch chase. Gotta love it. In Soviet Russia, Bigfoot chased you. You know, if I had psychic powers, the first thing I'd do is try to win the lottery, right? But, you know, there's a lot of good that could be going with those powers, too. As a local psychic has actually helped find a friend's missing son in a Michigan wooded area. A Michigan woman says she used her psychic abilities to help search and rescue crews find her friend's adult son after he went missing in the woods. Austin Larson went missing last Wednesday in a wooded area while working on his truck at his grandparents' burn in Michigan. When his phone died and he did not return, his mother, Jessica Larson, got, you know, very nervous and scared. Jessica Larson said that because of the cold night, she worried her son would succumb to the elements. She was also told about a similar incident in 2018 when her brother went missing. Of course, this put everyone into panic mode. It was almost deja vu, Jessica Larson said. It brought back the adrenaline rush of losing him before. And for nearly 24 hours, search and rescue teams combed the area for Austin Larson using canine units and other law enforcement resources. So, what do you do in this situation? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to post on Facebook. I'm going to look and see if anybody found him. Cat Gerard, a K.I. Sawyer resident, was known has actually known Jessica Larson since high school. And when she saw her, you know, that her son was missing, she decided to, well, volunteer her services. I saw her post on Facebook, she said. As soon as I saw it, I sent her a message and I said, let me know of the address. I need a map. I'm a part of a psych group and they post different missing people, Gerard said. I've helped find many people before. To find Austin Larson, though, Gerard said her spirit guides helped us Use a map of the wooded area to hone in on one spot in particular. She then drew a blue circle on her phone and sent it to Jessica Larson, telling her that this is where she believed her son would be. At around 2.45 p.m., Austin Larson was found in the same location she had identified in a different area of the woods than where the search and rescue teams were looking. I'm glad that she listened to that and what I had to say, and I'm happy Austin's in the hospital and getting better. My family and I want to thank you, and we're extremely grateful for your gift, she said. It's a godsend. This is a true miracle. Jessica Larson said her son was in stable condition after the incident and was expected to remain in hospital over the weekend, though, for some minor injuries. Guys, amazing story right there. I mean, why win the lottery when you can save someone's life? Ach, when is the loneliest number that you'll ever be? Two is the loneliest number. It's the loneliest number since the number one. Well, maybe not so lonely anymore, Nessia. Scott's man, okay? He's actually revealed Loch Ness Monster may have a pal. Yeah, that's right. A friend after spotting two creatures through his binoculars. Glenn Bevins, a local Scotsman from Alverness, first reported the sighting of not one but two large animate objects in the water on Good Friday past. A Scotsman revealed that the Loch Ness Monster may have a pal after spotting the two creatures, and these large objects were seen floating through his binoculars at around, you know, just, just, just after dusk in the morning. He explained that he had lived in the area for over 30 years, worked around Loch, and had fished at Loch Ness many times. However, Glenn had never seen anything like this before and said he felt so privileged to have witnessed the third sighting this year. Ah, it feels so good to see Nessie. The sighting has now accepted the official Loch Ness Monster Sightings Register in Edinburgh Live reports, and it's on there. How cool is that? Like, you got to have a real deal sighting for that. Speaking to the Scottish Express, Glenn said, I was near Aldori Castle working on the banks of Loch when I saw a large animate object in the water between both banks 
of the lock at around 9.30 a.m. It was dark in color and stayed there for around 20 seconds before sinking in the water. I watched it with binoculars that I'd taken with me in the hope of seeing ospreys that had recently returned to the area this time of year. It was difficult to estimate the size, but it was definitely larger than a seal, and given the angle, there may have been two, one behind the other. How cool is that? A hollymaker previously claimed to have captured the Loch Ness Monster on sonar, lurking more than 400 feet below the surface. Tom Ingram of Portsmouth spotted something big on the sonar of a tourist cruise boat, something with passengers can watch. Could this be two Loch Ness Monsters and why sightings have suddenly started to ramp up? Ah, tis a bony sea monster, but he's not alone anymore. <laughs> ah, from Loch Ness to locking in a lot of money. What would I do if I won the lotto? Well, the first thing I do is I make sure that my kids never have to work another day in their life. Okay, like we're done. Like, and and most of my money I'm probably going to tie up in property, so I have generational wealth, so multiple generations of my family can live and and know that their great 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 crazy crazy grandfather who was into the paranormal hit it big, and you know funded our own ghost hunting situations all across the world. Ah, I have such weird dreams, and you know Vegas would be kind of fun with that much money too. But, you know, it kind of spurs the question, what would you do with lots and lots of money? Well, some people came across some, and they just so happen to have something in common with myself and you. They have a passion for the paranormal. They bagged a $10,000 purse, so to speak. And this lottery winner, whose shock was captured on camera by her partner, has said that $10,000 a month will still feel surreal. Laura Hoyle from Hucknall, Nockhamshire, and her partner, Kirk Stevens, won the prize lasting for 30 years during a national COVID lockdown last March. Since the win, Ms. Hoyle has given up work and the pair have bought a house. The money has also enabled them to pursue their passion, get this, for ghost hunting. I mean, come on, give me a loan, I'll come with you. Ms. Hoyle matched all five main numbers plus the life ball to win the top prize in the set for life draw on March 1st. Recalling the call more than a year later, she, 40 years old lady, said, now I was physically shaking as I told the lady, I think I've won the lottery. And the ridiculous part was that as I waited for Cam for Camelot to come me to call me back, I still had to join work meetings online. I could hardly speak, let alone make any sense of what was going on. Oh boy! After the win was confirmed, but before the call ended, Mister Stevens had opened four bottles of prosecco. <laughs> I suppose he did. A posh telephone voice. In addition to having her sights set on the supernatural, Miss Stevens, a manufacturing engineer, is continuing a master's degree in mechanical engineering. The 38-year-old eventually plans to open a business making paranormal investigation products. How freaking cool is that? I mean, I'm going to buy from her. Winning set for life has given us the best of both worlds. We are doing what we want to do. And because we have money every month for life, we are chilled and relaxed about things. Now... I've seen every type of emotion when delivering the big news. Tears, laughter, screaming, absolute signs of total disbelief. But this would probably be the first time anybody's ever told me they're going to make ghost hunting gear from their winnings and sell it to the world. I love that idea because ghost hunting gear really isn't accessible. And, uh, you know, the more people out there who are doing that, the better. Uh, <clears throat> let me know, you know, uh, Miss Hoyle, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you know, if you need someone to test some spirit box, I, I know a really good audio guy. <laughs> uh, that, that, that would be me. Also, please send more craft dinner. Things are hard in Newfoundland. And, and they continue to get harder, actually. You know, side note, gas is up over $2 a liter here in Newfoundland. It was like 2 something the other day. It's the highest I've ever seen it in my entire life. And 
you know, I, I, I'm kind of glad my podcast is is kind of not mobile. <laughs> I really am. Uh, uh, well, at least we got lots of union representation when it comes to the ghosts, right? <laughs> what if I told you there's a union contract out there, though, that includes legal protection against ghosts? Yeah, that's right. An actual business contract on May 6th of 2022. The union representing writers from BuzzFeed News ratified a contract with their parent company, Hooray, and that's good news. Better news is that BuzzFeed News is, as far as we are totally aware, the only media union that includes legal protection against ghosts. (laughs) This is a thing. This is a thing. Oh, my God. This actually exists. Okay, so full disclosure, the guy who wrote this article... He's, he's actually a member of that Wirecutter Union, which is represented by Nisguild. Oh, boy. Here it comes. The negotiations took place in the summer of 2020 at a time when reporters faced violence from police while covering Black Lives Matter. The union wanted to ensure that employees had the right to turn down dangerous assignments and work remotely if they did not feel safe in the office. But when the staffers submitted their original proposal detailing potential hazardous conditions... Sounds ghosts. They faced ridicule from BuzzFeed Management Legal. He accused them of trying to get out of work, according to Bird. A BuzzFeed spokesperson denied this allegation, calling it wholly factually inaccurate. We're kind of annoyed with them making fun of us for these really realistic and important things, and we wanted to be we wanted to hold on to this language because we felt it was important. We figured we would just sort of test them to see if they were really actually thinking about the specifics of each of these things and the realities of each of these things. So they slipped the word ghosts. Into the list of hazardous circumstances. (laughs) Oh, my God. When BuzzFeed's lawyer noticed, everyone burst into laughter, and both sides agreed to just leave it in there. (laughs) I love it so much. My only complaint is that while I obviously wish no harm to the BuzzFeed crowd, a small part of me now wants them to deal with the legitimate haunting because, you know, it'd be wild to see this play out in court, and I think that'd be so cool. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, look, I got one more. One more, okay? And this is, like, you talk about random people involved with random stuff. It doesn't get much weirder than Jack Osborne and Jason Mewes, okay? They're actually going on a hunt, so to speak, for Bigfoot in a new Discovery Plus special. I mean, my God. Recent years, I've seen Jack Osborne embarking on a variety of investigations in the world of paranormal. Whether those be ghosts or intergalactic visitors... With his latest adventure, seeing him go on a quest to find the legendary Bigfoot. Luckily, Osborne won't be alone on his quest to find a creature, as he's enlisted Clarks and Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back star Jason Mewes, one of my favorite guys. Like, I love that guy so much. He's so cool. To help him on the expedition, as the pair have both fascinated by the legends surrounding the creatures for years, Jack Osborne's Night of Terror Bigfoot is set to premiere exclusively on Discovery Plus on June 26th. That's right, this month, folks, later in the month. Per press release, Jack Osborne is no stranger to the the supernatural. He studied the paranormal most of his life, confronting hauntings, demons, and entities. But one thing has never tackled, and has never been tackled, is the world's most mysterious cryptid, which is Bigfoot. Intrigued by the lore, Osborne is taking his friend, actor Jason Mewes, from Clarks and Jane Silent Bob on a remote quest to find proof of the infamous beast in the new two-hour Discovery Plus special, Jack Osborne's Night of Terror, Bigfoot. <laughs> so, like, I could just see it now. Jason Mewes is stoned out of his trees. Dude, I think I just heard a Bigfoot. Jack Osborne's like, I don't think it's Bigfoot, Mike. I just let go outside the tent. 
Uh, for years, the actual dynamic duo have been curious about the existence of the legendary beast, also known as Yeti. It's not real, or is it? And what can be made of the various sightings, evidence, and reports people have captured over the years? Theories abound, and now Osborne and Muse are trekking deep into the remote Priest Lake region, a hotbed of reported Bigfoot activity, the search for evidence of the creature themselves. During their entertaining and engaging adventure, the duo will speak with eyewitnesses and experts, including acclaimed primatologist Dr. Mira Mayer, and camp out themselves in the isolated, beer-infested woods as they track Bigfoot on its home turf. Good God. Think about that for a second. Okay? <laughs> Both of them are in a tent, and they hear Bigfoot in the woods. And all you hear is, Schmoochie boochies. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. Ah, I can't wait to watch it. It's just, I really, really hope it's good. Okay? <laughs> anyway, folks, we had a Russian Bigfoot attacking people. We had a psychic find somebody lost in the woods. A Scotsman who caught Nessie and his new buddy. A lottery winner who's taking her winnings, $10,000 a month, folks, and is actually going to make paranormal investigating gear. How cool is that? A BuzzFeed union clause that <laughs> protects them from hauntings. I mean, that's just awesome. We also got Jack Osborne and his good friend Jason Mews on the hunt for the legendary Bigfoot. All these stories have been odd to Newfoundland. 